0: There. Welcome to Break the Norm. I'm your host, Katrina McGee. I'm a certified life coach with an MBA who survived 15 years in the corporate world. I'm here to teach you how to break the norm and pursue an unconventional path to career success. I'm sure you are well-versed in how to live a conventional life and achieve conventional success. But if you're here with me today, that life is so not working for you, even though you really wish it would. Well, it's time to shake things up to do something different, and to create a new path and start living unconventionally. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to have you here with me today because we are going to talk about one of my most favorite topics, money. Okay, so tell me, Have you dreamed about quitting your unfulfilling job, but then freaked out about how you would actually afford to do it? Maybe you've played with the numbers and you've said to yourself, it just doesn't feel like I have enough right now. So you think I'll just wait till I make more money or have more money and then I feel like I'll have enough and it'll be easier. Right? So waiting is probably the best thing I could do. Right? Wrong. So wrong. If you think that money is a reason that you can't break the norm, you need to change your mindset, not your income. Now give me a moment to explain. I fully acknowledge that there is a basic minimum required, right? Like you have to make enough money to be able to feed yourself and to have a safe place to live for you and your family. I get that. But for most of us, that's not even close to an issue, right? I wanna tell you, if you aren't in control of your finances, money is always gonna be a source of tension and a source of fear for you, always. You're never gonna feel like you have enough, never. Doesn't matter how much money you make. When you think about it and you think about the situation, you're bringing the old you into a new situation, right? The old you into a situation where you make more money. But that means that along with you, you're bringing any maybe bad habits you currently have with money or debt You're bringing in the same you if you're somebody that doesn't like to really be aware. You just find it kind of inconvenient or stressful, um, and you just don't, you like having a general lack of awareness because you just don't really want to think about money too much. And for others of us, it's bringing in those buffering or self-soothing behaviors where we're rewarding ourselves with a big splurge maybe at the end of a really long, hard week, and we're finding ways to sort of escape or reward ourselves for surviving a situation that we are totally not in love with. You aren't alone because 25% of Americans who make over $100,000 a year live paycheck to paycheck at least some of the time. That's crazy, right? But it's that feeling of not having enough. It's that bringing the old me into the new situation where now, We're making $100,000, but I'm still spending it in ways that don't align with what I really want, or I'm just choosing not to be aware, or I'm indulging in these self-soothing or buffering behaviors, right? So if making more money is not the answer, which it's not, what is the answer? I'm going to tell you. If you want to break the norm in your own life, you have got to adopt an empowered money mindset. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to do that later in this episode. But first I'm sure you're wondering what is an empowered money mindset, Katrina? What are you talking about? I'm going to tell you, but first I want to start with what it's not an empowered money mindset is not about making enough money so that you can buy everything you want to buy because spoiler alert, you're always going to want more. Instead, having an empowered money mindset is about reframing your situation to realize that you have control that you are making choices every day with your hard earned dollars it's also about realizing that you need less to be happy which gives you more peace and more freedom okay so I'm gonna illustrate this for you with a really easy example just to kind of bring it home and make it easier to understand so Let's say in this situation, you are taking home after taxes and everything. everybody's taking their cut and you're taking home about fifty thousand dollars a year. So you have fifty thousand dollars a year, but when you look at where you're spending your money, right now, you believe you need to spend forty five thousand of those dollars to be happy, right? So the nice car, maybe that kitchen renovation, maybe it's going on those nice vacations or having those fancy dinners. whatever it is, you feel like, that's what is required for you to have a happy life and that means that over the course of a whole year you only have five thousand dollars left to cover your emergencies to build your savings account and to spend on other things that you want to do as they come up how does it feel when you have five thousand dollars to last you for the whole year on unforeseen expenses or to save money or to have fun like How do you feel when you get a flat tire and you realize you have to replace them all or when your HVAC system malfunctions, when your basement floods, when somebody invites you on the trip of a lifetime, when you feel this burning desire to invest and start your own business, or you realize you really want to take this course to pursue your personal passion. To be in that place where you feel like you don't have enough really sucks and you feel like you're missing opportunities and you're probably stressed the F out and feel like life is passing you by, right? So let's take this same situation and let's flip it. Let's say that you're still taking $50,000 home each year after taxes and everything's taken out, but you realize you only need 30,000 of those dollars to live life in a way that makes you happy, right? That means that the other $20,000 Is yours to choose how empowering does it feel to have $20,000 instead of $5,000 to do whatever you want right put some of it in savings invest in yourself invest in the market take that course go on that trip you could even renovate that kitchen but it's all a choice you haven't tricked yourself into thinking These are the bare minimums for me to be happy. If I can't live this way, spending $45,000 a year, I can't be happy. You've realized $30,000 will let you live pretty comfortably. You know that you can afford to take risks now and you can invest in yourself. And you can leave those toxic situations, be it a relationship or a job, something that's not serving you, you no longer have this strain or worry that you just can't afford to make that change. So. I'm guessing right about now, you're probably thinking, well, Katrina, couldn't I just make more money, like increase my income? And then wouldn't that be an easier way to solve the problem? The answer is no, because if you're not being intentional about the cost of maintaining your lifestyle, it's going to increase with your income. If you don't believe me, just think about who you were five to 10 years ago. Think about how much money you were making and how you were living your life. Are you making more right now? than you used to make like 10 years ago? And if you are making more money now, answer this question for yourself. Are you saving that difference? Do you feel wildly free with all of this extra money that you've accumulated over time? Or have you realized that your lifestyle and your requirements to be happy have slowly increased? They've creeped up on you to match or come close to the salary that you're making now. And that if you're being honest, you're feeling a little bit stuck. And if you're being super honest, you might even feel that there's still barely enough to get by. You want the freedom to choose, right? You want the freedom to pursue the career path that's going to light you up and make you excited. And thinking that you need more money is just putting you in that endless loop where you are gonna feel stuck in that job that you hate and feel like you have no power to leave, no power to change anything. I'm gonna tell you a secret. The secret is getting in touch with what you really need because the less you need, the more freedom and the more peace you're gonna have. There is nothing wrong with needing less. Needing less and requiring less actually sets you free. It takes so much less for you to feel like you have enough. You can still want more. You can still have so much more but in changing your perspective to realize that what you have now is already more than enough, you're setting yourself free to break the norm. I can, I can absolutely relate to this on a very personal level. After my career break, I took a dream job and this dream job was great. It paid me close to $100,000 and I was really happy. But you know, dream jobs change. Sometimes roles change. Managers change, situations change, everything can change in a, in a corporate setting. And so, you know, eventually I realized this dream job was no longer a dream job. And I put feelers out there to change, to change my life, to change my path and to do something different. And I got two offers, two offers came in and they were wildly different. So the first offer was going to pay me a hundred thousand dollars and give me full health care and benefits. And by full, I mean like $0 premiums, you guys zero dollar premiums. Like I was contributing zero each month to healthcare. It was a hundred percent covered. And the other offer was going to pay me $20,000 less and came with zero health benefits. No health, no dental, no vision. Seems like a no brainer, right? Like of course Katrina, we know which one you took and we know which one you did not take. And I thought the same thing, except I kept coming back to, I really want something different this time. And as the saying goes, if you want something different, you have to do something different. I wanted more freedom. I was super scared though. Right? So I want this additional freedom, but I'm scared. Like, What if I get cancer and I have really crappy health insurance and then I can't even pay for any of my bills and I like die of cancer because I need some medical trial and like they won't give it to me. Oh my gosh. Or what if I realize I don't make enough money to pay my bills and they kick me out of my house and I become homeless and hungry and on the street. Can you relate to that? This is the place where my mind went, this really dark place. And it's all fear-based, right? That's not really rational. I mean, yes, I could get cancer. Yes, it could be very expensive. But if I'm going to get cancer, I'm going to get it either way. And I'm going to have to pay for that. And probably if I have health insurance, I can find a way to manage the cost. And I'm definitely not going to be homeless and hungry on the street. There's so many things that would happen before that actually happened, right? So you see the place that my mind went to. And I was sure on top of that, that I couldn't even have fun, right? So even if those crazy, awful things don't happen, there's no way I can live my life and have fun the way that I'm used to, the way that I wanted to. And so I knew the decision that I had to make. I had to choose the other job, right? Except that I kept going back and forth. I kept thinking, but I want freedom. I want to be free. I want to follow my path, which is unconventional. And so I did something the night before I had to make a final decision. As I was laying in bed, it was dark. I got really quiet with myself and I said, I'm going to visualize what my life will be like for five minutes with each of these jobs, right? So for the first five minutes, I'm going to walk through every day for a week of what it's like if I take this $80,000 job with no benefits. And then I'm going to scrap that and I'm going to imagine for five minutes what my life would be like if I took this job that makes $100,000. And I'm going to take fear out of it. I'm just going to imagine what my life is like, like the present day-to-day simple stuff of how I feel living my life, right? Remove the fear, just be present. And you know what I realized? It really was a no-brainer. But the no-brainer was... I wanted the job with freedom. I wanted the job that was going to let me work from home. I wanted the job with the small company and the two women that I really respected and the opportunity that was sort of vague and could grow to be exactly what I wanted and needed it to be. And I didn't want that other corporate job that was going to be another rung on the ladder. Since taking that job, so I think, I think you can see where this is going. I totally took that job, the $80,000 job. And since taking that $80,000 job, I've, traveled to Europe twice, once for 18 days to go visit the Christmas markets. Um, Another time I went for nine days to go see Bologna in Venice. I've traveled domestically. I've gotten my haircut in LA and I'm going to tell you, I'm not a high maintenance girl, but sometimes people have their things. And one of my things is that I have kind of curly hair, it can be very difficult to work with, and so I have a stylist in LA that charges $150 on top of getting to LA to cut my hair, and I still get my hair cut there. I have a personal shopper and I'm able to buy new tires and I have money for emergencies. In fact, the house that I previously owned that I was a landlord for needed $8,000 worth of work just this year alone. Not to mention the fact that I paid off the last $20,000 of my MBA loans while working in this job. So as you can see, needing less has given me the freedom to pursue the things I really wanted. I've been able to leap into full-time employment as a life coach, as a full-time life coach, because money no longer makes my career decisions for me. I make my career decisions for me. I can afford to break the norm because I have an empowered money mindset. Having an empowered money mindset allows you to say yes. Yes to that unconventional path. Yes to more courage. Yes to having answers for those hard choices where you have to make the decision that's truly in your best interest. It means not living this life of fear. It means embracing what you want to do and realizing that what you have is already more than enough. The piece that comes the peace that comes from realizing that you have more than enough is really indescribable because it gives you so much courage to change your life when you want something better, when you want something different, or when you realize something isn't working. I know you're probably thinking Katrina, you don't get it. Like I'm not overspending. I need all the stuff I buy and there really isn't much left to- left over. I really just do need to make more money. You might be thinking like, I don't eat out as much as my friends do. I, you know, I don't have the nicest house on the block. I mean, my house is pretty modest compared to like what other people have. And my kitchen really did need that Viking stove. I mean, we're going to use it every day, right? So totally needed. I can totally justify it. Or maybe that's not your situation, but you're actually thinking like, I'm comfortable making a lot of money and I don't even know where it all goes. So if you tell me, that I'm going to reduce my income or that I'm going to learn to like live off of less or need less. You're crazy because that sounds terrible. That sounds super uncomfortable. And then I would really have to count my pennies and be stressed out all the time about where my money is going and what I'm spending. Right? But you're making choices about where those pennies go each and every day. You're just not fully even aware of the choices that you're making and you're not doing yourself any favors. In fact, you aren't really choosing you. You're choosing stuff. When you're not aware, when you're not intentional, you're really just choosing stuff. How many of those need items are going to end up in a landfill in a couple years, maybe even a couple months? How many of them are going to end up at the back of your closet or your kid's closet untouched for years? I know this because I was in your shoes. I was making $95,000 a year and only saving a few hundred dollars a month. I didn't feel poor by any means, but I definitely didn't feel like I had this insane amount of abundance, right? Like I felt like I was living at my means and life was easy and fun and it totally was easy and fun until, until I wanted something bigger and I wanted something better. And I realized my job was not making me happy and I wanted to make a change. So I got to make a choice. I did not want to be 55 years old, living in this nice house, wondering why the hell I felt so empty inside, why I was feeling like my time on earth had been kind of a waste. I needed courage. You guys, like I'm going to tell you, I'm going to confess it. Like I had this panicked moment when I thought to myself, this can't be the rest of my life, right? Like. I have this beautiful sparkling apartment in uptown Minneapolis and it's gorgeous and it's furnished with the nicest things, but I don't feel good inside. And I'm scared if I don't change something about this situation, that I'm just going to have a nicer house with nicer stuff 30 years from now, 20 years from now, and I'm going to feel even worse, even more numb, even deader inside. I needed a big boost of courage. I needed to break the norm and pursue an unconventional path. And regaining control of my finances and adopting an empowered money mindset is how I got it. If money is a reason that you think you can't break the norm, you need to change your mindset, not your income. I'm going to share really quickly three easy steps so that you can go from panicked to confident about your finances. Okay, so if you want to start and you're like, Katrina, where do I start? I'm going to tell you. Get out a pen and paper write this down. Okay. Step number one, track what you spend. Guys, listen to me. Knowledge is power. You know this and you know that you can't change what you're not aware of, right? So if you track your spending, all of the answers are there. All of the information is there, right? So what I want you to do is to track everything you spend every day. Stick a gum, count it. Can a pop, count it. Bigger bills, count them, everything for one month. Daily expenses. Now, some of you are like, how do I capture this or how do I track it? I've got three easy suggestions for you depending on your style. Okay, so there's WALLY, the app. That's WALLY, W A L L Y dot M E. You can go find the app, just like download it on your phone. It's super easy and it will track everything through the app. If you're not an app person, but you do like spreadsheets, which actually this is what I used when I was doing my career break tracking and when I decided I was gonna save. $40,000 in 18 months, I got serious about tracking what I was spending in a spreadsheet. You can set up a spreadsheet. And for those of you that are like, "Eh, I'm not really a spreadsheet kind of person, I get that. You can just go straight to a journal, like pen and paper, like write it down. So the way I recommend it is that, we'll talk about this next, um, but you're gonna organize it by categories. So each page of your journal is a category. So one page could be groceries, one page could be restaurants, one page could be entertainment and you're just gonna write down on that one page everything you spend over the course of a month on the appropriate category. Okay, so step number two, you're maybe thinking, Katrina, what is a category? A category is just how you're gonna summarize your purchases. So a category is a group of things that you're spending for a certain purpose or intention. So it could be things like housing, so that would be like your mortgage payment, Um, you could do utilities, eating out or going to restaurants, buying groceries, health expenses, entertainment, travel, car-related expenses. So you could put things like the gas, the oil changes, the car insurance all together. Or if you have multiple things, you could break it out. But you really want to think about your categories as why am I spending this amount of money on this group of things? So as an example, if you get massages Typically, those can fall into like one of two types of categories. Some people get massages for health reasons, like they have an issue. So maybe they were in a car accident or maybe they just have a bad back and they need those um, weekly or biweekly massages to keep their body, you know, together. So for them, that would be more of a health expense, money spent on staying well. Now, for others of us, massages are awesome. We see the health benefits, but we really do them more as a special treat, right? So maybe it's a reward we have or something we do for fun. Like every month I treat myself to a massage. So if you have a category like called treats or rewards, or maybe you just have the category entertainment, whatever your intention is for getting that massage, you want to put it with other like things so that at the end of the month, you can see where you're spending your money. So let's talk about the end of the month. At the end of a one full month, you're going to look at how much money you've spent by category, right? So now you're going to know how much money are you spending on eating out? How much money are you really spending on eating out? How much money are you spending on fitness? How much money are you spending to travel or maintain your car? All of these things, right? The coolest part is that you are going to have all of the information. You're going to know exactly where your money is going and how much money you need to live a happy life because things are going to jump out at you. So for me, when I was saving up for my career break and beginning the journey of changing the way that I was dealing with money and adopting my own empowered money mindset, I realized I was only saving $200 to $500 over the month, which shocked me and disappointed me, but in some ways didn't surprise me because I knew my bank account wasn't growing but when I looked at my first month of spending, I was shocked to realize I was spending $700 a month on groceries because I'm an impulsive Whole food shopper. But in that information, I realized, when you look at your numbers, you're going to see some categories make you feel bad, right? Like you have that moment where you go, ooh, I didn't realize I was spending that much money there. And that is awesome because these places where you have this physical reaction where the inside of you says, I didn't realize I was choosing this. This isn't one of my highest values or I don't value it this much. Those are your easy wins because you can make a change someplace where you're spending a lot of money and it doesn't feel good. So easy to just jump in there and start to make small or big changes that help you save more and spend less and start to realize what you really need. I didn't need $700 worth of Whole Foods groceries as a single person each and every month. So I changed the way that I started grocery shopping. I still shopped at Whole Foods, but I used a list and I got recipes and I stopped impulse shopping and I, you know, decided to sub things out for things that were on sale. Eventually I got a roommate. I did a lot of stuff because I started to realize that I needed so much less than I originally thought. If you want to stop letting money be the thing that makes the career decisions for you, follow these three easy steps. Take control of your money situation and adopt an empowered money mindset. Okay? So let's recap those three steps. Step one, you're going to track what you spend each and every day over the course of a month. Step two, you're going to organize your spending by category while you're tracking it over the course of a month. Step three, you're going to review after a month and find your answers. You're going to see how much money you really need and you're going to start to see where you maybe want to spend less. This is totally what happened for me and it changed my life. It's time for you to adjust your mindset and realize that you already have more than enough. You're gonna change your spending habits to align with what you really want and you're gonna break the norm to find your happiness. As my mentor Lacey says, your real job in life is to create what you're here to create. And if you can adopt an empowered money mindset, you're gonna be free and you're gonna free yourself to do just that. If money is a reason that you think you can't break the norm, you need to change your mindset, not your income. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you've realized that. Making more money alone is not gonna fix your situation. It's not gonna calm your fears and it's not gonna make you ever feel like you have enough. You have to change your mindset, your money mindset if you want to be free to pursue your own unconventional path to career success. And That's what I want for you. This has been Break the Norm with Katrina McGee, your host, and I'm gonna be back next week. In the meantime, please feel free to check me out at kmcgeecoaching.com.